This episode is brought to you by Schmucked Up, a premium small batch beard care brand offering you amazing quality beard care products from oils and balms to brushes and combs. With the small number of ingredients in their products, you can be assured there's nothing in there that will damage your beard. I personally use Schmucked Up, and I can honestly say it's a great product. And ladies, beard balm isn't just for men. You can also use it to tame the flyaways. Go to schmuckedup.com and use code HANDBOOK to get 15% off and order yours now. Link in the description. God, you're such an asshole. Hey, and welcome to today's Am I the Asshole episode. This one, we're on Am I the Asshole 12, and I just want to thank everybody for uh, just listening overall. It, it's absolutely fantastic, and I greatly appreciate every single one of you. Um, so this one here that we're going to get into now is called, Am I the Asshole for Not Wanting My Kids to Play in Dog Shit? No. Dude, who the fuck wants their kids to play in dog shit? But, you know what, let's get into it. The other day, I let my two young kids play in a kiddie pool out front. I've got a fake grass lawn. A guy walking his dog stopped, let his dog shit in my yard, baffled. I just say, what the fuck? He goes, I'm cleaning it up. I clean it up every time my dog poops here. I tell him I don't care if you clean it up. My young kids play in the grass like they are now. And I don't want them to playing in dog shit. Naturally, you don't want your kid playing in dog shit. What are you, a fucking barbarian? Come on. He says he always picks picks up his turds and nothing is left behind. I'm like, there is still poop residue and your dog peed. Are you spraying my yard down? He, of course, says no. I say, don't ever let your dog do its business here again. He just stares at me. I continue. I don't have a dog. I don't want dog problems affecting my life. He says you could have just asked nicely, asshole, and says some other mean things. I yell, I hope I never see you again. My wife saw the whole thing and said I was being, I was a bit aggressive especially with the kids around. Am I the asshole? Yeah, yeah, the way you handled that. Edit, this blew up. There's no wildlife where I live. Yes, there is. You just don't see it. I don't have squirrels, deer, foxes, whatever else. I put up spiky things for birds not to shit up my yard. I put cat prevention stuff down and uh, to deter cats so yes i don't like it when wild animals shit in my yard either you sound like a fucking bitch look check this out dude it's gonna happen whether you want it to or not 
And um, the way I look at it is just go out there and spray your fucking yard down. Maybe don't be such a cunt when a dude's dog takes a shit in your yard. I understand not wanting your kids to play in dog shit. I get that, but it's not like dudes leaving shit in your yard. And I don't know if you're like a germaphobe or something like that, but get the fuck over it. Stop being a cunt about it because I guarantee you dogs are shitting in your yard whether you like it or not. This one's called, Am I the Asshole for Forcing My Daughter to Gut a Fish? Forcing? That's a strong word, isn't it? Anyway, it says, Am I the Asshole for Forcing My Daughter to Gut a Fish? I have... I, 38, have two daughters, 13 and 10. They are wonderful, and when I was growing up, I had to learn a lot of life skills. My wife and I have been teaching them life skills such as cooking, cleaning, and car maintenance, which is very smart of you. I'm going to back you on that one. My oldest is older, obviously, so she, <laughs> so she gets much more hands-on experience. This summer, we went camping. And she had to make the fire and tent. Get the feel for it. We went fishing, but didn't catch anything. I went to port and I bought a few whole fish, not gutted. We live on the ocean. And, uh, this is a life skill. It's common to buy fish whole. If she went to eat fish, if she wants to eat fish, she needs to know how to gut them. Took it home and was going to teach her how to process a whole fish. I think this is important to do and understand. It's a fish and she was grossed out naturally. But I made her do it and then we cooked it. She went to my wife telling her I forced her to gut a fish. This resulting in an argument about forcing the kids to do stuff, but it's a life skill and we force them to learn how to cook and do laundry so I don't see the difference. She is mad at me, and so is my oldest. Maybe the fish gutting was a little much. I do commend you for teaching your daughters how to uh, do general car maintenance, etc. But maybe uh, the fish gutting could have waited until they were just a, a little bit older. Hey, if you're listening or you're watching on YouTube, do me a huge favor. Subscribe, like, comment, share, whatever. It'd be absolutely fantastic to see who's coming and going and who's watching and who's, you know, doing their thing. So anyway, we'd love it if you just hit the subscribe and click that little notification bell. This one is called, Am I the Asshole for Refusing to Change My Dog's Name Because My Sister-in-Law Wants to Use It? Nah. I'm going to say nah. I almost don't even want to read this. I'm just going to automatically agree with you. Absolutely fucking not. You're not. Um, but let's go on with it. My dog's name is Sahava. That's a fucking weird name for our dog. Which is basically the Hebrew feminine form for the word for gold or gilded. I've had her for six years. My sister-in-law is pregnant with a girl and now apparently wants to use the name in honor of her grandmother, who also had a Z name. However, she let my husband know that she was, quote, uncomfortable having her daughter share the same name as a dog, and then asked if we wouldn't mind changing our dog's name, to which 
We said absolutely fucking not. Good on you. She knows her name. Her recall is trained in her name. We like her name. So now she's freaking out and saying that it doesn't matter. It's a dog, not a person. She can go fuck herself. We're right there. 100%. I understand it's a dog, but goddamn dogs are man's best friend for a fucking reason. And they are to be treated as such. Humans don't deserve dogs. I digress. Sister-in-law's a cunt. Anyway, to which we said absolutely not. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Okay, here we go. She won't know the difference. She will. It will be, quote, embarrassing for her daughter to share a name with an animal. I told her that if she's that worried about it, she could pick a different name. And now she's pissed. Am I and my husband the asshole? Fuck no. You named your dog before your sister went out there and got fucking knocked up. All right. She she knew your dog's name. She knew your dog's name and she still picked that name. That's fucking on her. And she could go and get fucked. Look, my last name is Duke. My last name is the same name as many dogs. So I don't I don't know where the fuck your sister-in-law gets off thinking you're going to change your fucking dog's name because she wants to name her baby the same fucking thing. Well, maybe, and I almost guarantee this, she wouldn't have even got the idea for her name if it wasn't for your dog being that name. So tell her to get fucked, kick rocks, and she's a cunt. That's how I'd look at it. I don't know. It's just me. I'd say that to my actual sister. Anyway, not the asshole. 100% not the asshole. Keep your dog's name. And uh, I hope your sister-in-law names your her daughter after your dog because that's essentially what she's doing. And uh, there's some confusion there. Whatever. But you know what? No. You're good. This one here is a bit long. And I've got a couple of long ones coming up. This one is called, Am I the Asshole for Trying to Prevent My Wife from Going on a Tropical Christmas Vacation Without Me? My, you're 31, male, wife, 29, female, father unexpectedly, unexpectedly and tragically died back in 2020. He was deeply loved by his family and friends and hundreds of people mourned his loss. His absolute favorite holiday was Christmas. He was responsible for bringing the, quote, Christmas spirit to the family each year. Because of this, his abundant, his absence has been painfully noticeable during the past three Christmases and has caused my wife's family extreme mental anguish. Therefore, my in-laws recently decided they would leave their cold home during Christmas of 2023 and spend a week in the Caribbean to forget their troubles. My in-laws really like my company and I've spent the past seven Christmases with them. I have been invited to join them on this trip, but I am a fighter fighter slash EMT and it is impossible for me to leave my job for eight days during Christmas. It will likely always be possible for me to do such a big trip during the holidays or likely will be impossible to do a big trip during the holidays until I retire. My in-laws understand and are saddened that I can't get off work, but have decided to still go on vacation without me. I believe the vacation is a bad idea. 
It seems as though they're running away from their grief instead of dealing with it in a healthy way, such as therapy, which so far all have refused to participate in. I fear they'll still all be miserable and sad on Christmas, but with a change of scenery. That's, uh, that's the way I look at that. I originally tried to be understanding of this trip, but a very close friend, 31 female, of mine said that her leaving me behind was, quote, fucked up, which caused me to think a lot more about it. After a few weeks, I finally told my wife that although I knew she was trying to help her mother escape her sorrows, I felt somewhat abandoned and angry since she knew I would never be able to join her on this trip in the first place. I also told her that I felt that this trip was completely in vain and would not achieve any desired results. I asked that there could be a compromise or if the Caribbean really was the only way to cure this sadness. It's not. I was told that I should be more supportive and this trip is just a quote one-time thing and that there was no alternative solution to the problem. I said that I didn't like that answer, but was told that this was, quote, just the way things are, and there's nothing more that can be done. I should point out that I can have a likely will, and likely will, spend Christmas with a very close friend and my father's family, who all live nearby, so it's not like I'll be left entirely alone for the holidays, however... It's still a bummer to be left behind by my wife on Christmas for a non-urgent reason. I also worried that this could turn into a tradition and that my wife might choose to leave the country each year, leaving me behind every Christmas for the next 25 years until I retire. I don't feel like I have any way to fix this problem and I have no way to fight it except to say please don't. I always feel like a real asshole for trying to stop my for trying to stop my wife from trying to take care of her family's 3 plus years of emotional trauma. Am I the asshole? Edit, I should point out that my wife regularly goes on vacations with her family without me about 2 or 3 times a year. I'm accustomed to that and am not jealous of her trips. This is not a jealousy issue. It's more of a wanting it's more about wanting to be with my wife on christmas and feeling frustrated at her family's family for not addressing their grief for a death that occurred three plus years ago and instead leaving the country on holiday i'm gonna say you're a little bit of the asshole you're kind of used to her leaving and if this is the first time it probably won't happen a second time or a third time uh, they might get out there and be like, yeah, well, this didn't fucking work. Uh, good try, you know, and and won't do it again. I I don't know. It's it's kind of difficult because in a way you're trying to interfere with them, trying to figure out how to grieve this and move past it. And it is a relatively recent death of somebody that was so big in their life. Um, I think you'll be okay. So if you're de- it, it you did say that, your wife goes on vacation like three times a year without you anyway with her family. So I don't understand what the fucking big deal is. It's just Christmas. I know I'm going to catch some flack for that maybe, but Christmas is Christmas. It's lost its meaning across the world anyway. Um, just go spend it with your family. 
Christmas is about spending time with your family and the people that you love anyway. And being dependent on your wife being there for that holiday. Um, I think, I think you'll be okay and just move forward and, uh, just let it happen. And if they'll probably end up noticing, it's just not going to work. Hey, if you've made it this far and you're on whatever you're listening to, whether it's Spotify, YouTube, Apple podcast, whatever it is, go ahead and give it a like, a follow, comment, share it with your friends. If you've liked it this far and we will keep on keeping on, I guess, as we as we move forward with the episode. Thank you for watching, listening, whatever you're doing, having me on in the background. Doesn't matter. Really appreciate it. This one's called, Am I the Asshole for Going Fishing After My Wife's Friend's Family Dog Died? Wife's friends. Not your problem. Their problem. No. But anyway, I actually don't even really want to read this. I just feel like, yeah, I just feel like this is basically your wife's friend. It's not even really your friend. Their family dog died and you decided to go fishing instead of grieving not your dog. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to read it anyway. This past weekend, my family went camping with a group of my wife's friends. There were three families there, six adults and eight kids. We took our boat and before we left, I told my wife that the only thing I ask is that I have time to go fishing at least once during the trip. I told her I would take the kids tubing, take people on leisurely boat rides, but that I want to go fishing at least one of the three nights we are there. I don't think that's too much to ask for. I love the fish personally. When I, sit, when I say at night, I mean at night. The lake we were camping near is well known for its walleye fishing. And anyone who fishes for walleye knows the best bites come before sunrise and after sun, sunset, sometimes late into the night, especially during the summer. And after taking, talking with a few locals, we say we said they said the nighttime bite was has been very good recently. So my plan was to spend the night taking people out on the boat and at least one night head out and do some night fishing. The first two nights, I didn't get a chance to go out fishing because the other families had game nights planned and my wife wanted me to be to participate. Think family based games where each family is a team. It was fun, and I'm glad we did it. The kids ate it up. The morning of our last full day there, I told my wife that I want, I would be go going fishing <clears throat> Excuse me. that night, and she agreed. After dinner on the third night, I started getting everything ready to head out fishing. It was about 8 p.m. when I was just about to leave the dock. My wife came running over in a panic. One of her friend's family dogs had been hit by somebody driving around on a golf cart. The dog didn't make it. She told me to come help her talk to the kids about it because they were all very upset. I hung around for an hour or so and helped console the kids. Obviously, everyone was pretty shaken up by it. 
The kids of the family with the dog wanted to do a funeral service for the dog. So I stayed up for that too. Stayed for that too. By the time that ended, it was 9.30 p.m. The adults got the kids settled in with the movie to try and calm them down. So I told my wife I was going to head out fishing. She immediately got mad and asked me how I could even think of fishing after what happened. I told her there was nothing else for me to help with and that I was looking forward to fishing the entire trip. I reminded her that she agreed it was okay, but she said that things changed and it would look bad if I go fishing while everyone else is helping her friends grieve. I told her that I had done the family thing the entire weekend and that I'm sorry about what happened, but that shouldn't mean I have to give up the one thing I wanted to do for myself. She just turned and walked away without saying anything. I ended up fishing for a few hours and everyone was asleep when I got back. My wife barely spoke to me the next day and the entire ride home. She told me I made her and myself look bad by leaving like that when everyone else stayed to help. There's really nothing you could do after you bury the dog, and I'm assuming it's a chihuahua because a fucking golf cart took it out. Um, so check this out. I don't. I personally don't think you're the asshole, and uh, neither does the community. That's weird. Normally, people are very weird and biased about what they choose to be an asshole and not the asshole. In this case, I'm assuming you had um, everybody that is a fisherman comment or, or, or like this and, and say you're not the asshole. So I don't think you're the asshole. It's not your dog. It's somebody else's dog. You didn't have to console your own kids on this shit. And um, I don't know, man. I think you'll be okay. I think your wife's going to be mad at you for a little bit. You're going to be in the, uh, quote, doghouse, if you will. But other than that, I I think you did what you wanted to do, what you had gotten an agreement from. It's not your dog. You don't have to console your kids or your wife. And, you know, I, I think you did the right thing, even just staying to do the funeral service and everything like that. I think you went above and beyond in that note. So you going fishing when all the kids go to sleep, which are the main people that need the consoling. I think you're, I think you're fucking fine. I think uh, your wife's overreacting just a little bit. I don't think it made you look bad at all. All right, so this one's called, Am I the Asshole for Choosing My Brother's School Bully Over Him for My Wedding? Yeah, dick. Yeah, the fuck you are. I don't even know the whole story yet. Yeah, the fuck you are. Oh. It's your goddamn brother, dude. My brother in middle school had a bully, Max. School kind of sucked and didn't do anything about it. I am four years older than my brother and Max. I didn't have the money to go to college, so I spent a few years saving up cash. I went to a community college and Max was there with me. We were in the same, we were in the same track, so we worked together before. I didn't get close to him until my grandfather died and my family didn't tell me until the day of the funeral. It was rough and he really helped me out. I brought up his bullying and he told me he will send a letter to apologize. My brother got it and basically said I don't forgive him, which is his right. Agreed. 
I'm 34 now and I'm still close with him. He is being my best man. I told my family uh, this and most were happy since they know how much he has helped me out before. My brother, on the other hand, hates it. He told me he won't come to, the, to my wedding if he is invited. We got into an argument uh, with me just saying you can't be in the same building and not talk to someone. He claims it's the principle of it and won't go to the wedding unless I uninvited him. Then I am picking up, picking a bully over him. That I'm picking a bully over him. But it's been almost 15 years and he's helped me so much. Edit. Anyways, I talked to my brother. This doesn't really have anything to do with Max and more with me. He is upset that he isn't the best man. He was upset by that and didn't want to go at the beginning when he heard it was Max that made it worse and brought up old feelings about middle school. We had a nice conversation and I explained why he wasn't chosen. We aren't close. Also brought up, it. I wasn't in his wedding party either. We are all good and he's going to go. Also shows him, showed him this thread and we had a good laugh about it. Okay, I, I find it really weird that people don't believe people change, especially this happened in middle school. You see, now I don't think you're the asshole, knowing that you weren't even in the wedding party for your brother. And, um, and you know, dude was there to help you over all these fucking years. So uh, I'm glad Max decided to go. And you said that, He's, I'm assuming he's still going to be in your wedding party. So at least you did that. I, I just got to say, all right. Initially, I wanted to fucking hate you. But this time, I mean, like, I, I guess I can't. Because you guys had a, a an adult conversation about it. And, uh, and worked it all out and had a good laugh. I'm sure you drank a couple beers about it. And, and I'm just glad it all worked out. So... Initially, you were the fucking asshole, but now I'm just like, yeah, you're not the asshole. So the community dubbed you the asshole, but after reading your edit, you're not the asshole, man. I'm glad you guys sat down and you talked about it. You discussed it like men face to face, had a laugh about it and everything like that. So kudos on that note. Um, Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad, I'm not glad that you're best man is your brother's bully but i'm glad that people have changed and that uh, your brother's bully apologized for his actions in middle school granted it was 15 fucking years ago so there's that but congratulations on getting married that'll do it for this episode if you haven't yet go check out the advice episodes and keep an eye out for the eagle and the rue podcast which is coming out shortly we're working on the logos now and everything like that, just so we can get shit ready. I'm doing a little bit of editing here and there because it is a fuck ton of footage to go through. And uh, thank you for being here and listening to this episode. I appreciate all of you. Um, yeah, have a good rest of your day, motherfucker.